Amazingly, this is uh, not the first intro we've done right now. We recorded one and it was perfect. Um, it was kind of perfect. We covered all our bases. Yeah, and now it's like, I can't believe I have to talk about any of that again. <laughs> Two things we have to cover. Yeah. One, the chocolate spoons are from my sister. <laughs> Thanks to everyone who asked. <laughs> it, was, um, it was a nice present. She and she actually me. sent you a pic- yeah, WhatsApp prior to them being sent. She said, there's chocolate, chocolate on the spoon. way. To- <laughs> there's two chocolate spoons. She didn't specify that with spoons. <laughs> I remember being um, absolutely kind of haunted by it. It, was, it Yeah, I remember what like I told spooky. you. Because I didn't bring it up until halfway through the pod, and then you were like, why didn't you tell me sooner? <laughs> I would say that probably, like, the air of mystery around that was slightly my fault of being just, like, completely haunted. Like, yeah. I just was disturbed by the idea of it being a spoon. <laughs> you know, like, any any kind of chocolate uh, form like chocolate cups or chocolate. What it, it always mm-hmm. kind of freaks me out a little. A spoon, yeah, and they're quite thick spoons. And is it was it to spur to stir stir in it your... into a little tea, and then you and then you like kind of lick it, and then you stir in your you tea. You stir. Oh yeah, I was using tea. I would put it in hot milk. Oh yeah. Oh it... no, I don't think it was like soft enough to kind of all melt and then turn into a hot chocolate. Oh, so it's mainly just to like. <laughs> it's mainly to have a little chocolate that you dip in. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, cool. And then that was the first thing we had to cover. And then the second thing is that Eli has not... Well, I asked the question in the previous record before we realized that the machine wasn't working. Mm-hmm. Uh, that The machine that records the podcast. The giant machine. I said, Eli, do you think you're starting the year on a good foot? And that was actually a leading question because I knew we had to address up top. And that was me, I guess, yeah. doing what you would call journalism. Graham Nordening. Graham Nordening. Leading me into the story. Leading you into a story that I... or already had been briefed on. Don't you love when celebrities do that? I and love you hear that. them do the same stories? Oh, gorgeous stuff. I, I, yeah, and then I talked about how I had been feeling on top. <laughs> a, recap, a recap podcast recap. of a podcast that didn't happen. Mystery intro. <laughs> I had been feeling on top of things, and then ultimately on my new e-bike, which I love, and I still love, I did injure myself, fucked up my face, and Now, you didn't, you didn't fuck up your face. It's just a little rugged. You've you kind of got yeah, like a fat lip. A little cliff lip. And yeah. you've sort of got like a little scratch there. And I would actually love if that little scratch stayed, but it's healing quite fast. You know, like Amazing. have a little cut along the cheek. Yeah. But your lips heal very fast. A lot of blood heal fast. That's the, that's the deal with lips. Really? A lot of, lot of blood vessels down Good there. Good for kissing. A lot of blood heal fast. <laughs> yeah. Love yeah. Um, and, how, and have you started the Orange Good Foot? I didn't actually ask you in the previous episode because I'm rude. <laughs> no, no, it didn't matter because what was important is that you got to share your story of Falling off a bike. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and and I'm, at the moment, I'm leading you into face. mystery. I don't know if you have anything to say. Ba- which I would call bad journalism. Yeah. But risky, nonetheless. Yeah. Because I could say anything right now. You um, could. But I'm, yeah, I could deal with it. Uh, I would say, yeah, like, like I'm starting on a steady foot. You know, I'm doing mm. this ginormous Subway ad at the moment. Um, and delicious, sandwich. delicious, delicious sandwiches. sandwiches. And I would say ginormous in the sense that it is just filming. It's taking a lot of time to film it. A lot of ads, it's like, boop, yep, and you're done. Yeah, it is. We shoot an ad in a day, and it's up for a week, and then yeah. it's gone again. Have you seen any of them? No, no, You no. watch TV for your... Oh, no, you don't really watch TV for your job anymore. Not at the moment. Well, they're, they're always on in the newsroom, which I'm at at the moment. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, <laughs> song. song. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. And welcome along to our 100th episode of The Male Gaze. I literally Asterix <laughs> or star, not actually 100. Yeah. Um, it's our 100 and, it's 100th episode. It's our, we're calling it the 100th episode because our producer, Tim, said before we left last year, like, your next episode will be 100 episodes. And then I was like, we just started celebrating immediately. Immediately we were like... Planning. Yeah, a party, a huge episode. We're gonna have a launch. We're gonna have a party. We're gonna have a celebrity guest. <laughs> we always want a celebrity guest. Never organise them. And then I was like, did a bit of research. I would say thirty seconds of research, <laughs> yeah. and it, 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 that's all it took actually to learn. This is not the one hundred. This episode. is the hundred and second. Yeah, it's like hundred and two, three, whatever. But that doesn't matter because because right. we build our own laws. And you're right there. Yeah, I just had a little bit. Um, first that- chest pain. 
No, two burps. Um, Both alike. <laughs> so, uh, we just, yeah, we went to drama school. Uh, yeah, you choose your own 100th episode. In my, I mean, just like you choose your own family as a gay, as a gay, as a gay as community. A I mean, our family have not rejected us. But <laughs> no, our families are both loving and supportive. But we do also choose our own family. Yes. And we have, um, not, we have partially chosen ours. Anyway, you are part of my family. You too, and God. Uh, apart from our letter from the Queen, the other thing we're doing to celebrate our 100th episode <laughs> is um, we got into our notes apps today and put together a list. We are, we are listing the 100 things that made us gay. gay. Because on this podcast, we famously believe it is nurture over nature. It's fully, it's <laughs> full nurture. It's nurture. It's nurture from the get-go. I came out fucking straight. I played... I was a straight baby. I've played this game with my friends um, called Brain... Wavelengths. Wavelengths. <laughs> Have I played it with you yet? I don't think so. Where, um... Oh, actually, no. I'm not going to explain the game because it is, it is the hardest game to explain, despite <laughs> being very simple. Yeah. Anyway, like, you... <laughs> You have to like kind of, de- at the end of the day, you end up debating topics. And um, I got the group debating this topic of nature versus nurture and whether like they, wow. and, you know, like whether they sort of believe in it or not. And it was very interesting. Really? Because they were like, what? You know, like. Wow. I guess at the end of the, yeah, like anyway, it's not, this is not a good story. <laughs> I think it's a combo of both, but I also not a scientist. I don't know. <laughs> We're really starting the year yeah, deep. Powerful stuff. Powerful stuff at the start. I need to tell you right now as well that I, because <laughs> of my stitches, I can't really like fully smile. So a lot of the time I'm laughing with a straight face. At the moment. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It makes you smell. Sound really smart. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. Um, um, well, the listeners are going to love that. Yeah, and you know, well, you know, if you've really made me la- laugh, because I'll say, ow. <laughs> Oh, oh amazing. That's what we go for here. So we thought, yeah, this episode's all going to be, and maybe we'll do it in two parts, uh, will all be about the 100 things that made us gay, that we blame, uh, that made us gay. Yeah, we actually hold responsible, and we're actually going to kill Bill Star, revenge kill Absolutely all of them. We hate, all of them. We hate being gay, actually. It's uh, a chore. <laughs> this is a chore. And I'm excited about overlap. Now, obviously, Eli and mm. I did not do 100 each, because that would take too much time. That would be crazy. 30. We don't really do that kind of stuff. Yeah. We love you guys. We love this podcast, but we don't... We just don't have the time. No, we don't have the time for that. So we have done 50 each, which, if you know simple math, mm. it would equal... That one. equals 100. 50 times 50 equals 100. Uh, no. That's actually Kaylee's... Um, 50 <laughs> times 50 is what I believe you said. Or did I say times? Yeah. Oh. 50 plus 50 is equal, equals 100 for those of you math fans out there. So, um, we should we go one for one? How many math fans out there listening? Absolutely, we should go one for one. Okay, well, I'm going to start with my top 50. Number at number 50, because I've actually ranked mine. You ranked it? Well, ish. I just kind of went as it came. I winged it, but then I thought, well, as I went from one to 50, like mm. one was obviously the one that was at the top of my mind, and therefore yeah. I was like, well, that's the most critical one then. Wow. And then I did a bit of reshuffling, because I was like, well, I don't want to end and be that one, and then it'd be like... Tim Tams or whatever, you know, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, what a flop. Oh, I think mine's going to be that way, but I'm going to read 1 to 50. Are <laughs> oh, you going to read 1 to 50? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You have to read 50 to 1. Really? Okay, well, cool. read the way that you think is the most climactic, but in order of a countdown, any kind of countdown, <laughs> you would, you never really, I mean, <laughs> sort of historically, <laughs> when I've watched, you know, Top of the Pops, or they don't really start at your number one song and then end the show on... The sort of sometimes 25, 25th show on the chat. Sometimes a, sort of a magazine will be like, the 50 best albums of the year, and it won't order them, you know? It'll just, here they are, in alphabetical order. They're all equally What good. magazine? Because um, <laughs> I would say majority. Like, Most of them would rank them, yeah. <laughs> and then they'd, you'd get a big old page for number one, you know? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Which it also, compiling this list made me sort of mourn that style of, I would say, journalism. Mm. of um, Real we, news. I mean, we used to say... <laughs> When we used to compile hot lists of just hot like or not, you, up or down, well, not hot or not, just who's the hottest man of this year? Yeah, and we don't really do that anymore. And actually, I found in the archives, like New Zealand had compiled their own lists of like it was like 2010's most sexiest men. Yeah, and it was such an insane list that we just we would never write a list that's just like this person is so <laughs> hot. Like, could you imagine? Well, did you know, this is some breaking news that I found out today yes. on Dan Carter's Wikipedia page. Because I'm... I'm yeah, he pops up on my list. Yeah. I think we're going to... Oh, I'm, I'm doing a job involving 
All works. Anyway, oh, and I was just okay. researching. Well, I'll tell you. Ex- hold on, I'll sorry. Tell you later. Exclusive. Regular. Eli is working <laughs> with the All Blacks. No, I'm on set for a seven sharp interview with some All Blacks. But then I was looking up Dan Carter, who's not involved in the interview in any way, but he was ranked 11th on People's Sexiest Men internationally. Wow. He also does ads for the Discount Chemist Warehouse, which I in- don't know whether that is a sign of prosperity or cry for help. It's also wild that he's like, not just, not just ads, he's wearing the uniform in the ads. He's, he's wearing the polo. To apply he works there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, if, if Dan Carter was there, I don't know what he'd be able to help me with. One time I saw Dan Carter. Air gel? Yeah. Protein powder? Protein powder, for sure. I've seen him at Les Mills once, just after the Rugby World Cup final in 2015, and people kept walking up and being like, good job, mate. For fuck's sake, what was he doing at Liz Mill? I know, I was like, you can afford the smallest, privatest, boutiquest, sleekest Go for a run, or like, chill out. Yeah, also don't go to the gym, you just finished the World Cup! Fuck off. Chill chill out. That's like, actually, after the, um, our most recent election, on my flight, Mm. from Auckland to Wellington, from Wellington to Auckland, sorry, was Grant Robertson, Chris Hipkins, (sighs) we had the Governor's General... Wow. And I had Dan Carter. And he had a Louis Vuitton bag. I had, on my last flight to Wellington, Joseph Parker, Paula Bennett. You always, Just those two. You always get someone famous on a Wellington flight. Yeah, always, always. Because it's the, it's the capital. It's the capital. And we, right. don't, and we don't say that enough. Okay, number 50. I'm saying The Strip. Oh, wow. So, wow, not on my list. Amazing. I think for a couple of reasons. One, for the two strong female leads, um, played by Jodie Rimmer. Jodie and, Rimmer, yeah. Um, Luanne Gordon. Luanne Gordon. Ma- I loved Campy, Luanne Campy, fun. They're both so cool. Both strong female right. leads. Definitely, I think, shape a young gay boy, but also... Mm-hmm. The um, upper body nudity. I was going to say full frontal, but we're just mainly getting pecs. Lots of shitless stuff. And I um, and I appreciate it from a renovation point of view, because like, the first episode is her stripping this bar down and turning it into a strip. Like, Maybe that is it. the strip. Yeah. In many ways. Stripping or I also remember lots of sort of strips of colour in their hair. Yeah. Little shocks of red. Also, purple. Taika Waititi is in, <laughs> is in the strip. Not enough people talk about it. And I think it should be mentioned in every single article about him. You should definitely write a spin off piece about that. Yeah. And also, it doesn't, it is comforting to know, like, mm. you could be on the strip and then also you could one day Get become like, the or. most famous director. Yeah. Okay. My 50th one. And um, <laughs> this is such a fun one to start with. <laughs> The Samsung phone with the polar bear. Did you ever have that one? Mm. Tiny little gorgeous little cute mm. silver Samsung. I don't remember what it was, but it was like, it was like in between, it didn't have a camera, but it was color and uh, animated. So the wall, it was the first time a phone had a wallpaper that moved. And I loved it. Very cute, very sleek, so easy to carry around. And I loved, and you couldn't, I think there was maybe three wallpapers to choose from. But the main one was a polar bear kind of like moving in the snow. Gays love technology. Especially this little, especially tiny little phone. Yeah. Mm. I was definitely like searching for it in my list, like a, a sensation or a feeling of like walking on like, feeling like an empowered businesswoman. Yeah. Basically. I feel like that is the fantasy that lots of young gay boys sort of go for. A flip phone. And a flip phone. A would flip phone I wanted right away as soon yeah. as I saw it. Absolutely, because you want that kind of gossip girl I fantasy. And to not pry it open, but to flip. flip. Oh, you have Ugh. to flip it open. Charlotte Pickles vibes. 49, mm-hmm. Zach Efron, post High School Musical. Sorry. Pre, your post High School Musical, pre Baywatch era. I would say High School Musical 3. Do you know what's. I obs- wouldn't never. Zach Efron's not on my list. Can you believe that? Yeah, it's shocking. I lost my mind. I didn't want to include him because it feels so obvious, but then I was like, he was certainly the one that I was being like, I would do anything to fuck him. Like, that's, yeah. my mind was just like crying. I definitely worked at the cinema when High School Musical 3 was on, which famously was the only one to be theatrically released. Yes. And I would, yeah, try and creep him. Jerk off in the back row. Well, there was one scene where he would play <laughs> basketball shirtless. I didn't ever jerk off in a cinema, mind you, but I did have a look. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have a look. <laughs> Number 49 for me, um, the ad for Nair and realising, maybe I want to try it. You know, the hair removal cream. Nads? <laughs> Nads. No, isn't Nair one? N-A-I-R? Uh, oh, no. Maybe it is I'm Nads. just going to check with our researcher. Nair hair. Re- the green stuff? Yeah. Baby. I it's think. called Nads. I'm sure it's Nads. Anyway, I remember seeing that and because I had like a little bit of body hair and I think maybe... And now I'm like, I love... love. Oh, there is a Nair. There's Nair, yeah, yeah. 
but I remember Nads. Yeah. Was, that, was, that was they... Nads the strips, though? One was the strips and one was the cream. Oh, maybe Nads was the strips. Anyway, I remember seeing the hair, like, uh, like a man remembers hair. Also the strip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything is the strip in this. It's very interesting. Um, okay, interesting. I remember seeing the ad and like, you know how um, people lose their body hair and then their bodies look amazing because obviously yeah. they also like work out in between the before and after shots. But I was like, oh, he got abs after he got rid of his hair. Mm. First of all, I like to look at it. Second of all, maybe I'll have abs if I can get rid of my hair, even though I had, I didn't even have, I had barely any pubes at this point. Um, <laughs> anyway, it's exciting for me to like, think about. The pubes was a thing that you were going to get rid of to create abs. To create abs, yeah. I thought once you got rid of the pubes, you'd see abs. And I don't know if there's a life lesson there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Boys, you got to remove your pubes. <laughs> That's the only way you get abs. I'm going to say for number 48 for me is Queer Eye for the straight guy, the OG season. Yeah, I think seeing some strong gay leads. Mm-hmm. Um, just unbelievable. That and your favorite member of the cast was one, two, two three, three Jason. Mm. The hottest member, Jay. Hottest member, Jay. But he wasn't my favourite. Wow. I think there was something, uh, even though I feared to be compared to Carson, yeah. to know that he was living his kind of like full wear a two-shirt fantasy yeah. without judgment and was like just full acceptance into mm. the world, I was like, there's hope. I think yeah. that subconsciously informed, he is a trailblazer, do I dare He's say? He's a powerful, amazing figure and I got a cameo <laughs> from him for my birthday from Alice Nevin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pop it up on the gram <laughs> once this episode comes out so you can have a watch of my cameo from Carson Grizzly. <laughs> well, I think I think she said he, I was going to try and steal his job or something. <laughs> For the New Zealand reboot of Queer, Queer Eye that we'll get in 2046. Yeah, <laughs> and we will be too old for it. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll watch. <laughs> 48 for me, Fiona Apple, Never Is A Promise. Do you know the song? No, but very moody. Very moody, and it was like... Um, it's like just piano and vocal, and it's like about <laughs> to me. I was it was like a tough marriage, and you know, I don't know. Does that feel gay to you to be invested in divorce stories from a young age? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Like a melodramatic. Yeah. The divorce song never is a promise. Absolutely. So, I mean, oh. Who got divorced on the Simpsons? No, no one. But I definitely. Rem- oh, but I do remember Millhouse's parents. Millhouse's parents. Yeah, yeah, I was deeply invested in that. Yeah. Um, I was also thinking about Ned Flanders, but that was when his wife died. I found a newly divorced woman that's very... Um, and I don't even know if the song is about marriage at all, but it has the the vo- the mood to me is... How old were you when you were getting into this? Difficult relationship. The, I'm, I'm going to say 10, 11, Never Is A Promise. It's about the same time as this Fiona Apple song, Criminal, was the, her, her big song right now. So here. amazing to be getting into music at 10 or 11. 10 or 11. Mm. That is so young to have any element of taste. Older sisters who were into it. Was a big that part helps. of it, and they and my sisters like played piano, so You're, they played the yeah, song. Very talented, your family. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to go in with 47. All the girls who befriend, befriended me at primary school, gorgeous. Of course, I do solely kind of blame them. Yeah, I think they're, and that's where I begin to waver into nature versus nurture, <laughs> which is ultimately <laughs> what this entire episode is about. And, and we'll I'm like, they it. just knew. They just. What is up it with that? you out. They yeah. just were like, oh, he wants to play princesses and he can be the cat. You know, like... Yes. And do you think there was a, like, I'm not scared of him? <laughs> yeah. I don't like, know. there's I no reason. no interest to play soccer with the boys. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't hunting down the girls to play with them, but it was just like, of course we're hanging out together. It's crazy. It's wild how, how girls know at primary school, <laughs> I think. And I think... Honey, we I always think knew. I think back like, all the friends at high school <laughs> that I became close with, it's like, oh, yeah. It's always the girls. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and I, I, I had a friend who, when we were like sort of 12, 13, would go to the Palms in Christchurch and go to a movie together. You know, mm-hmm. those were some very formative days of my life, just being able to, like, I think you get to, like, live at your capacity. You know, it's before yeah. sexuality is, like, brought into the equation. So you're just like, hanging out like, with girlfriends, hanging like one of the gals, and they're just yeah. like, we love him, you know? And, like, they don't even go, like, oh, he's just like one of the girls. They're just like, they just see it on, like, a, a level, like, an yeah. equal level. I think my family was like so resistant to any kind of masculine ideas because that I, it was always reinforced to me. They were like, "You it's have weird only when sisters in your yeah, only yeah, only only uh, yeah, and uh, not not many male influences in the house, you know." And uh, and and it was very clear from like the rules of like day dot. It was like um, boys don't have to be friends with just boys. Boys can be mm. friends with girls. Like that was like one of the things mm. that was repeatedly told to me. I think because um, you know they wanted me to be a nice person because I think 
boys who hang out with only boys their whole life. Well, fuck kids. I fuck what's. Um, um, I got on my when we got compliments from our class when I became student of the week. I'm brag, I guess. No, um, nice. congratulations. Thank you. I'm still kind of running high off that. But they like you'd sit in the class and they'd like the whole class would write you compliments, and my compliment was that I had good gender balance, which is a thing. I don't. Yeah. It's not really a term I've heard around. But it was that I played with. <laughs> I'm maybe on a panel show. Um, <laughs> I mean, ultimately, it is a flawed term because it is yeah. really heavy on the binary. <laughs> yeah. uh, but as that I, at, you know, in 1995, played with boys and girls, um, which now we know this this gender is more than that. It's in fact a full glorious spectrum. spectrum. But I remember being like, "That's an odd one for just being my first compliment, just like straight off the gate." Like no one was like. Mm. Hilarious. <laughs> Great style. Really works a uniform. <laughs> Gender balance friends. Um, my next one is um, when men take, take their shirt off in the fast way. You know, you pick, you kind of scoop it from the inside of the uh, armpit, so then you just, in one motion, can pull your shirt off. And it was like a trending thing Absolutely for a don't know what you're talking about. Oh, well, I'd do like, it for you if... if <laughs> hold on. <laughs> Absolutely, but I'm going to film it. No, I, I'm not going to be able to do it with my headphones. <laughs> we'll take on. them off. Okay. I'm going to stand up and do it for you. You're going to go this is going to be the hottest thing I've ever seen. So basically, I'm filming Eli as he's, he's taking his shit off from the armpit. And it's honestly so hot, but ultimately really awkward. And I don't think it's working. Would I say that is a trend? No. I think you need a dry shirt to do it. But... It's... What? A I'm, dry shirt. I, I went to the gym like two hours ago and I still haven't showered. My shirt's dry. I'm going to have to give it a go. Okay, so... Um, you can film me doing it. Pinch it like. inside that armpit. And okay. then it should come out like that. Okay? I'm going to... I'm, uh, I'm off the mic. And I'm it a go. Okay, Chris, without even seeing me try it. I reckon there are people who listen who know what I'm talking about. This so fast way. Yeah, one here. And it's like a circular motion over that way. Yes? Like that. Like that? I don't... But you can do that. No, if you do that at like triple speed. (laughs) (laughs) That was really sexy. Chris has a fucked up face now as well. I just sat in silence for so long and let you talk (laughs) off the mic. Um, but no, there was a there was a an early video trend in the in the videos on the internet where where men would do. Like take the shots off really fast by scooping it. Early internet trend. Oh my god, it's like Jake Gyllenhaal. Putting his shirt on when he's um, doing like that handstand against the wall. Have you seen that? Oh yeah, that almost oh, just made me come on him, watching him, it. Him and Tom Holland both do it. Oh my god, <laughs> when will they go public? Okay, um, I'm gonna go. Oh, here we go. Forty six. The boom of surfer culture in the okay. Early- here is no, Chris. I've got to show you a video oh, of this. Here we go. Here's a guy in a blue t-shirt with a thunderbolt on it. This was released thirteen years ago. Yeah, so this will be around when it is. By that. That that turned you gay. Yeah. Not this particular guy in his yoga pants. <laughs> I can't wait to. Uh, if you want to get our footage, then you will have to subscribe to our OnlyFans. You will. Um, okay, 46 for me is the boom of surfer culture in the early 2000s. Wow. I think it was washboard abs, mm. like mainly surfers. Uh, Frosted tips. Shark tooth necklace. Yeah, like they were sort of sex. Like just like guys became like incredibly relaxed and chill. And like, I think mm. that's where it, like, it was like about like, I don't know, that was probably the first kind of like for male form that I was like, this is hot. Yeah. You know, because it was like... I was like getting into the idea of like liking guys mm-hmm. at that age. Well, that was well, that was beginning to like become Bubble a little up. flame, yeah. you know. And there was a lot of surfers around. I was also so jealous of anyone who could confidently have their shirt off at that age because of my back acne. Yeah, and I have one pick, and so I also would never do that. Yeah, what a what a crazy thing to say. And I have one pick, so I don't think we ever talked about that on the podcast. But this is a really amazing fun thing about me, and we'll go into that on a later date. Okay, okay. my next one is um, Marge Simpson, the character. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Again, I think icon? sad housewife. You know, like oh, so many of her storylines are like she's kind of hard done by. She's sad, and I love yeah, I love when she gets upset. I'm always on her side. I love her voice. Um, I also recently watched the episode where she becomes a drag queen with, um, who's in it? Raja and RuPaul are both in it. Wow. Yeah. I love the episode where she remakes that suit many, many times. And uh, yes. ultimately like a true kind of queer narrative, that one around just like mm-hmm. that uh, reach for designer. 
that designer look, mm-hmm. but not being able to necessarily attain it through wealth. Yeah. And so doing what you can with what it's, it's, it's like the ultimate like drag sewing challenge. Yeah. And honestly, oh. someone sh- that is an inspired a drag race challenge. challenge also, I love the episode she got breast implants. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, 45. This is a fun one, actually. Uh, JJ Feeney's Scandal Queenie. I love. I just sort of think, like, we, my dad used to drive me to school a lot uh, on his way to work, and it would always be on the radio. And just the way she talked about Gossip Scandal, and she was off oh, the international listeners. I don't know if there are any. Um, she's just kind of like, well, was on the biggest radio station. She's the Queenie of Scandal. And she did all the Scandal. And I guess it's the day before Twitter. That's what I think. I'm like, so how did she find this out? It's like, we sh- she should how get an order get of news. Well, she was a scandal. Yeah. Kind of to me, to listen to that, it was like, oh, she has sources. Yes. Who are telling her what like Tom Hanks is up to. Exactly. And, and it was always Tom Hanks. <laughs> it was Tom Hanks. <laughs> but she ultimately was like, uh, planting the idea that male celebrities are sexy. Yes. As well. And she would always be like, Oh, I would love to kiss him and rubble rub up and down on his body. You know, would like that was sort of way she talked in yeah. my head that I think ultimately turned me gay. You know what's sad is that she moved out of that apartment we both knew where she lived and it was near where we worked and near my house and I would run past it and I would always have a little peeve in to see what she was watching on Netflix. <laughs> every time I drove past I would say, It's JJ Feeney's kind of thing. I would say it to everyone. I said to absolutely everyone. JJ Feeney there? She's gone, but I know I know where her new apartment is. I also know that too. Um, and we will not be disclosing <laughs> that, and also probably shouldn't be sharing it with each other. <laughs> but we are obsessed. <laughs> okay, um, wanting to watch Practical Magic and not being allowed because of witchcraft, <laughs> <laughs> and it is obsessed. the restrictions that make you gayer. For it sure. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the things you are not allowed. Yeah. And it makes it so much more dangerous and so much more sexy. Like, but I, it's, it's not it. that I find the witches sexy. It's that I want to, to be a witch a yeah. little bit. Hard out. Yeah. And, you know, I, be- I, I believe that. And I also I ultimately believe that witches will make you gay. Yeah. And I was obsessed with Angelica Houston, not on my list, but is uh, such I a sexy witch. She Powerful witch. She might be on my list. She's also in Smash, which is the gayest show of all time. Okay, she was not on my list, but she was going to be on my list. Wow. And that performance is one of the greatest of all so time. Good. And I actually and I refuse to watch the anime. I've seen version. it. How is it? Um it's just she doesn't there's some bad choices mm. around her body that they've made that people have found really which is really offensive. And also she's just like on the on the on a second note like just doesn't get camp. Yeah. She's kind of the opposite of camp. Anne Hathaway, she's so earnest. Anyway, wow. my feel, just absolutely dragged her. Uh, coming in number 44, is Barney the Dinosaur on my mm. list? Purple. I don't, I just think, what kind of human was that dinosaur? You know, like, yeah. they ba- like his personality is based on a human. Mm. And who is this guy? I mean, there was lots of rumors going around back in the day that he was a killed ke- people or a yeah. pedophile or which was killed himself. nonsense. But there was like because there was a couple of other dinosaurs. But there was Baby Bop, and there was another one who was kind of yellow. And that guy was like a little yeah. rascal boy. Screamed the green triceratops. Is that Baby Bop? Yeah, and she's just cool. And she fun. was kind of baby girly. And then yeah. there was like this kind of yellow dinosaur who was like into skateboarding yes. and had a backwards cap and was, was ultimately fun. giving you kind of Bart Simpson straight. Heteronormative, like heterosexual story yeah. narrative, whereas Barney, you know, was all about compassion and love and kindness. Beautiful songs, Demi Lovato. You know what's crazy about Barney? So I saw it after seeing Jurassic Park. So I'm already obsessed with dinosaurs from age four, from seeing a horrific dark movie about room, dinosaurs eating people. We need to put the light on. <laughs> but let me finish this thought. <laughs> it's night time now. Um, <laughs> We're just going to be doing this podcast in, in pitch, <laughs> black. pitch black. When I moved from Auckland to Christchurch, Barney was one of the first things that I saw on TV. You and were I originally thought, born in Auckland? Yeah, I lived in Auckland when I was five. Wow. Got a bombshell to drop on you on That's the 100th episode. bombshell. <laughs> and Honestly, I read you differently. Yeah. You're just like a different person to me. Now. Lived in, um, would have gone to St. Helier's school. What? Lived out in that kind of Glendowie way. Mm. Anyway, I thought I saw Barney on the TV in Christchurch. First of all, I thought we had left New Zealand and moved to a different country. Yeah. Second of all, I saw Barney on TV and I thought it was an exclusively Christchurch show. I thought because we moved city, mm. <laughs> that Barney was what came with Christchurch. <laughs> Should I go flip the light on? Yeah. Good luck. 
Oh, and it is just a gorgeous bright now. sort of pale fluorescent tube. Uh, and we love that. We it, love our studio. It, it is a hate crime, this light. You'll you'll go. Oh, is it? Okay. I just did Barney. Well, we can kind of skim over this one because I've talked about this too much, but it is seeing Moulin Rouge at the cinema 12 times. <laughs> I'm so glad that's on your list. Yeah. And um, it's an amazing film, and we obviously, our hearts break for the live musical. Oh, did you read this New York Times article? No, I didn't. Yeah, you but should read you it. you talked about it. I just read it this morning, or last night, one of the two. It was saved was on your tab, so actually that's amazing progress that you... Something yeah. that was saved on your tab, because you told me about this a few days ago, you actually did read in the end. It's an oral history. And not only was it just... No, it's not just about the fact that COVID shut it down, but like everyone in the production got COVID. Wow. Yeah. And now they're Were like, they still going in yeah. the pandemic? Yeah, yeah, Oh, well, that's on them. They then. would, like, the day before Broadway was fully shut down, they were, like, still doing a show. And a few people were, like, starting to get symptoms, but still doing the show because of, obviously... The culture of theatre is the show must go know. on, but actually, Doctor Theatre, Doctor Theatre. We've actually learned that Doctor Theatre is not a doctor, <laughs> and a doctor actually, the show must go on is not necessarily <laughs> true. true, unless, of course, it is adaptable to Zoom, which we all know. Theatre is actually better on Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember oh. when people used to say the phrase "said no one ever"? <laughs> You know what I've been wanting to bring in um, since watching The Prom, which we also have to talk about in another episode, I guess. Oh, but I've been really wanting just, uh, to bring bring it some zazz into the lexicon. Bring it some <laughs> just, wow, they really brought some zazz into that. Yeah, zazz is like, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Said no one ever. I, I actually can't <laughs> say it. <laughs> okay. Um, um, my, my, my three stitches is... Hurt. Um, oh, I'm so sorry. No, no, no. I mean, I've got you. Freddie Prince Jr. Scooby Doo era, hot, so hot. And Sarah Michelle Gellar. I had the Scooby Doo poster on my wall. And in the same way that witches are gay, I guess vampire slayers also make you gay. And mm. I think Sarah Michelle Gellar was one of the celebrity women that I had cut out of a magazine and stuck on the inside of my desk to let the of other course. boys know that I was into chicks. Yes, well, like... she was a weird pick, but um, I love her now. She's amazing. I'm obsessed with her. It's so crazy that they. It's the ultimate stunt casting. For Scooby Doo, live they were dating, right? Yeah, and were they dating before, or did they? They were dating before, and then they were like, That's "Well, awesome. he can be Fred, and she can be Daphne." I love it. And then they'd broken up by Scooby Doo Two A, I think. Really, I think so. Which is kind of like, sort of really, really famous, but kind of not. I love that his name is pretty Prince Junior, Junior. but it's Prince with a Z A. Oh, I wouldn't know. I've always called him Prince. Okay, cool. <laughs> Okay, here's my next one. I actually love this one. When I wrote this, I was like, this is the best one I've written on the list. Should be number one. Um, it's um, Disney films going back in the vault. Do you remember this part yes. of the world? Which was that. <laughs> so like, Oh my God. <laughs> I know this because of your ex. <laughs> yeah. Brindley, our, our good friend. <laughs> I was literally obsessed with things going back in the vault. Yeah, so like The Lion King, everything. And it's a great thing for a straight couple to obsess over. It was really connected. Basically, every Disney film, all the classics, some didn't. So like Rescue Us Down Under, you could always buy that on VHS. But if you wanted The Lion King, it was only released every seven years and I love it because sometimes people would bring it up they'd be like I really want to buy The Lion King do you know where I can get it and I would loved being able to say it's well, the vault it's the vault yeah. <laughs> it's you're the not going to see it for five years <laughs> yeah, yeah little did you know little did a little <laughs> straight Eli know that right around the corner a little thing called ne- Disney Plus was right around the corner about, about 16 <laughs> years later it's being brought up in a boardroom somewhere but isn't it crazy that like kids now can be like, I want to watch this movie, and you don't have to move. I love the <laughs> idea of find also movie. when like Disney Plus was just getting set up, and then like whoever has the key to the vault, I know, went down and like got all of them out. I like to imagine like and Scar and Mufasa and the little <laughs> Myrtle coming pouring out of the vault. We're free. There was definitely like an image of like I don't know what it was on. It was maybe like a book I had or something that had like all the Disney characters like mm. on something like. On like Pride Rock or like they were all there. Yes, I th- I think there is a Pride Rock image and maybe also a um little nerd underwater castle image with a lot of them or something. And I remember that being kind of amazing. And I also mm. definitely remember like going through. Uh, if I do this, what does that remind you of? Spiders. No, oh, sorry, I'm twiddling my fingers. Oh, for the looking people through, who... <laughs> looking through magazines. Yeah, remember at like a CD shop, there would just be like always a pile of posters. Love that. <laughs> is this where you go? <laughs> 
for oh, goof, goof. And you'd flip that. Goof, yeah. And you'd like be like Clockwork Orange. Mm-hmm. And then... The one with the Pink Floyd covers on the naked ladies' backs. Yes. And then... Which is <laughs> <laughs> ultimately straight culture, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that did not make me gay. <laughs> 42 for me is Rufio in Peter Pan. Yeah. I Ultimately... Hook. The movie's Hook. Yeah. It's not called Peter Pan. But whose story is it? I guess it is Hook's story. But Rufio is the main last four, isn't he? And it's yeah, so... And he dies? He sure does Spoiler die. alert. And it's honestly so heartbreaking because you feel like you're losing your one true love. Yeah. Uh, and he was... There was just like something He's punk. So confident, edgy. And cool about oh. him. And he had like... He was just like... Couldn't believe him, actually. Yeah. Like, definitely in love with him. Wait, did the actor die? No, no. Or okay. I mean, could have. I don't know. But in the movie, movie he I think yeah, he dies. Which is just unfair. Why would they compl- take him away from Why us? Why don't you kill a kid in a kid's movie, you sick fucks? God, I love when that guy picks up his legs and then rolls like a bowling ball. Yes. And great flick. A great flick. I love when they eat the invisible um, rainbow ice cream. I hate that food. It gives me the fucking creep. It's all dairy. It's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's yuck. <laughs> It'll make me shit. My next one is a school camp leader I had in third form. I can't remember his name. I think it was Michael, but he um, used to do something. He would um, do a thing that I think a lot of straight boys do. And I think sometimes I do it because I like maybe it's this heteronormative thing inside me. But like put his hands down the back of his pants. Oh also my in his God, underwear, that was huge. Nestling them on the side of your butt cheeks, I guess. That, yeah. And dude, yeah. yes, that was so massive. So it doesn't massive, happen anymore. So massive, yeah. I don't know what it was about, yeah, but like, it was like there, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And famously, like, underneath the underneath underwear. Underneath the underwear. Yeah. You had to be inside the underwear. And that did so much for there me. There was a lot, when I was in third form and fourth form, of putting your two hands, like, in your pants, like... There, like in the like front, into by, your pubes. by by your pubes, yeah. And I remember being like, "When did like when did we start doing this?" And I never yeah. did it. And but I was always trying to work out as if it's between the pant and underwear layer, mm. or underwear and skin layer. It's so full on. <laughs> or is it skin and bones? Uh no. But uh, you know, and for lots of guys, it was between the pants and underwear layer. But then some guys were putting like their hands basically like in their genitals, yeah, and just kind of cupping them. Lots, I would say, like at boys' high, my high school, forty percent. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. yeah. You know when I. The only time I really subtly do that is when I'm driving, especially like long distance. <laughs> Put your hands in your pants. Yeah, I just can't. That's when I'm driving off I just like have yes. to touch my balls at some point. Honestly. Sorry to share that. That is just Sorry to share that. But someone out there's probably relating. I don't know. I hope. I don't know. Please <laughs> let someone relate to me. <laughs> Number forty one mm-hmm. of things that we are doing the we should every now and then just remind people what we're doing. We are doing the top one hundred things that made us gay. That really feels so cool. And the numbers are going to be confusing because we're doing two forty ones. Forty one or <laughs> eight? Oh. I can't even work out the math. <laughs> we're doing twenty five each. <laughs> so we're going fifty fifty forty nine forty one. The maths. Just leave the maths out of it. Um, is for me, stick-on earrings. Specifically, Great. do you remember, and I screenshotted it, uh, this pack here. Yeah. So it was like basically a cardboard, wow. one piece of cardboard, and then it would be lots of earrings up to one, from one to 30. So it was one day, one new pair of earrings for, what do they say actually here on the instructions? For each day of the month. So you've got a pack up. So you'd, you'd buy 12 of these a year. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to keep on the impression, the illusion that your ears were in fact pierced. And they were just little, they were actually honestly stickers. Um, but for some reason, some genius was like, you could put that on skin. Yeah. And there's nothing different about the sticker material, is there? But I definitely got my hands on like a pack, you know, f- I don't know who from. Mm. And I remember just being like, also the things, it's the things that you can't have that make you gay. Make you gay. And I remember just being like, oh God, I would love that, you know, and not being able to have it. Mm. I think ultimately made me gayer. Also, you're going, are you going to get your ears first still? I really want to. Yeah. So bad. I've just like fucking got to, but there's still a part of me that's like, oh, I don't know. I like having my pierce, but I never. I just forget that they are. Yes, and I don't ever change. I love putting on clip-on. Like I love putting on earrings. And yeah. I love putting on jewelry, and so I'm like, why not just like absolutely open up that avenue of decoration mm-hmm. in my life? Stunning. Um, okay, my next one is the Roger and Hammerstein Cinderella with brandy 
Whitney Houston, Whoopi Goldberg, Victor, Victor Garber, Bernadette Peters. I came classic. I showed it to Sam over lockdown last year. God, it's I absolutely adore film. it. Incredible that it happened. So diverse, beautiful performances, amazing songs. Everything about it is perfect. It's on YouTube, but not on Disney Plus for some God for racist reason. reason. Yeah. Okay, I'm going in at 40. I'm just picking up a bit of pace here. How are yeah. we going for time? We're so long. We're so long. <clears throat> Chris Hemsworth as Kim on Home and Away. I never saw that. It was just like I was while I was watching Home and Away, they were doing the omnibuses, I was getting really into it, and then suddenly, oh, who's this blonde, mm. gorgeous swimmer on the show? And there's a scene where he does a lap in a pool and uh. gets out of the pool, and I just thought, wow, that is the most beautiful man I've ever met. That's Little me did done. we know that there, there was a star on the rise. Oh yeah, we're talking Thor, you know. He's so huge. When he became that famous, I was like, I can't believe it's that guy Kim. Yeah. From Home and Away. I remember him from... I I was a fan before he blew up. Sick. You know? Well, you can hold on to that. My next one is just a quote. Uh, Some people say I look like Mada. <laughs> What's that from? <laughs> the witch, Salome. <laughs> Some people say I look like Mada. Best CD I ever owned. Fucking rocked, they rock. Eh? And, yeah. Blame it on the weatherman. I used to sing that song pretty seriously. (laughs) Don't blame it on myself. Just blame it on the weatherman. So good, eh? beautiful, yeah. Irish? Yeah. Go Ireland. Um, Did you not pick up from my perfect accent that I did with my (laughs) fucked up lips? This must be the lips. Remember before I put it on my dad? 39. We're in the 30s. Ground Force starring Jeanette MacDonald. It what was a that? home renovation show. <laughs> wow. And Jeanette McDonald, who was Lynn of Tower, <laughs> used to do the gardens and famously oh. would hate it. Yeah. And there was it was like the epitome of camp, I think, for me, was her just like smashing up terracotta plates and scattering them through garden. Wow. Being like, ultimately, I hate being in the garden, <gasps> but we are going to do a fantastic job on this family's home, you know? So oh. you can never have enough geraniums. Just... With your kind of smoker's Amazing. voice, it just, uh, it just, it was just like, oh, I could watch it all day. You know, I saw her in the waiting room for an audition in Wellington, and because um, we're famously up for the same roles, <laughs> similar time. Um, I just couldn't believe. It. I just couldn't. I never met her before, and I just like. She's amazing. She's, talked, yeah, right? I just, yeah. She's like, when I first graduated drum school, the very first show I did, I was doing a warm up, and we were. She was. Part, it was like kind of like a theatre show where the cast changed every night, and we're on yeah. the same night together. And I was doing warm ups on the stage, just like could not be more of a drama school graduate and she walks in smoking inside this is 2011 <laughs> like it's, you know it's crazy and she goes warming up <laughs> that won't last long and walked out and I was just like it was, it was heaven she, was, she smoked inside it was just like she <laughs> <laughs> I love I love seeing people smoke inside because <laughs> we have full jolt it does I'm just like go on keep doing it <laughs> my next one's controversial I reckon <laughs> Controversial. This is very commercial. <laughs> um, it's the idea of twins. This I just wrote impulsively, and I was, I was gonna, like, "Yes, I yeah." Can't, interesting that you say that because I was going to write about a twin experience on my list. Yeah, go on. Well, just I think the idea of like having an identical twin and like to me, I was like, not that you'd like fuck your twin, but like I don't know. There's something about it that's sexual to me. I'm sorry. Okay. Interesting that you say that. Okay, because it will pop up later on. So I'll bring. I'll wait till. I think because I think maybe it's. The idea of like seeing uh, yourself not a mirror, you kind of get to see yourself as a real person, and something about that is erotic to me. My twin, even though twins are completely different, completely separate person, (laughs) but if you're an identical twin and you watch your other twin, I met some identical twins the other day actually, and their grandparents put them in um, red and blue because they couldn't tell the difference between them, and I thought that was cool. I was like, it's it's like six, they're gonna have a complex, but also, um, I, I was befriended by. The first kind of friends that ever made at primary school were two identical twins who taught me how to tie my shoelaces, and they were gorgeous and blonde and Amazing. just like blue eyed and just sweet. And I always often think about them. I'm working with a twin who is engaged to another twin, and but often twins and the other twin is gay. You know, when like one twin yes. is gay, the other twin is gay. And that ultimately nurtures. That's, pro- that's a so, tick in the so nurture. I guess at the end, you know, you'll be the judge of this audience at home. Okay, mm-hmm. interesting the idea of twins. Um, at. <laughs> 
Number 38. Oh, Angelica Houston and the Witches. We can skim past this. That's We've talked beautiful. about witchcraft. Okay, my next I'm glad one. I did reference her. My next one. Okay, 37. Is that where we're 37. up to? 37. Okay, Lex in Jurassic Park. The girl who is, uh, she's a computer hacker. She's a geek. Mm-hmm. She also is cool, blonde, feisty. You know? Strong female Whenever we played her as a kid, I would be like, we will play Jurassic Park. I'd be like, well, I'll be Lex. I think ultimately the part of you that taps into that is the part of you that wants that Samsung phone. Yeah, exactly. And Same she part. also has a rainbow singlet in the film mm, that I always was like, okay. I want the outfit. signal, yeah. Yeah, she's got cool jeans and a rainbow freak singlet. flag fly. Yeah, she sure is. Um, okay, we're getting up a bit of pace, which I enjoy. 37 for me is Jesus. Um, you know him, you love he him. He made me gay. He, I just think there's a lot of time in church staring at that bob. He's hot. And every movie about Jesus is kind it's of kind of hot. They get hot. a heart throb, you know? Yeah. Um, sacrificed a lot for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and also Touch, healing with hands. Hot. Yeah, just ripping bread. Anyone who rips bread with their mm. hands, just like get fucked. Anyone who rips fish open and <laughs> somebody's like, hey, you some bread. I'm shooting this around, like rips open a big salad. I'm just like, fuck <laughs> yeah. We're all just. I hope you don't mind. We're all kind of drinking the same cup tonight. You know, mm. just like pre-COVID. Jesus was famously oh, pre-COVID. That party was. <laughs> it was more than ten friends, obviously. As well. <laughs> Yeah, Jesus is hot. Um, okay, my 36 is stop motion animation in general. Like, all stop motion animation. Something about, like... Cause Wallace and Gromit? Like, yeah, or Prometheus and Bob, or um, Nightmare Before Christmas, or lots of sleek little um, figures wandering through the forest. Would you want to fuck a claymation? I think so. I think I'd fuck Jack Skellington for sure. And Prometheus from Prometheus and Bob. Yeah. Gr- Wallace? No. Unfor- unfortunately, I would not fuck Wallace. No, no, he's got um, he's got a girlfriend oh, in the movie. He dates her, and he's uh, constantly yeah. screwing things up. Classic, yeah, straight man. Thirty six, the top twins. Oh my god, well. that's our first double up. First double up. Actually, maybe I didn't write it down. I definitely thought about them. Yeah, I just think like they kind of made me gayer later on in life. I think, but definitely like made society more accepting and therefore made it easier for me to be gay. But I just think they are ultimately the greatest talent we have in this country. I think so too. They're I think they're the most talented people I know. I don't know so them. so funny. I got to meet them at the gala thing last year. Yeah, really was jealous. They were so nice. And they, what was so nice is that Jules thought of a specific compliment to give every single person. What is her compliment like, to give to you? Um, she said... You're sassy? No, she said, oh, I love the stuff about drugs or something like that. Like, she was like... Wow, so they watched, they, they listened. They watched it all and listened. Yeah, it was yeah, awesome. I just love watching old clips of them yodeling. And when they sing, I... They're I, just... They spine tingling. Yeah, they hit your heart. And it was like, I mean, they did um, male drag as part... Like, yeah, they were doing drag. such queer, and queer camp. stuff. It was like, before mm. Kath and Kim, there was the top twins. I remember watching them in the square in Christchurch, and I thought it was so funny. Whenever anyone did an audience suggestion or gave any help, they gave them a condom. And they would give like six year old kids, here you go. (laughs) It was so funny. They're hilarious. (laughs) They're so good. Okay. um, My next one, number 35 The Game of Life board game. Oh. You know when you're in the little convertible car and you yes. ha- you you start out and then you get a, a wife or a husband and then you have kids in the back and then you spin that off- amazing and wheel. That made you beautiful mountain. Just the it look. I mean, it looks like, like a wife and kids in a car. Yeah, because it was like that that experience of life of like driving around. The Were American... you the wife in that situation? Yeah, I think so. Mm. And because you got to pick the different colors of the sticks that went in the car, so you can make a beautiful combination. And I loved the little mountain. Your family played a lot of board games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And gave life from the original right from the jump. Yeah, we never played Game of Life. In fact, Game of Life kind of popped into my life when I was about twelve years old, and I thought I've been living this life a long time, <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah. surprised I haven't played the game. Yeah. Once you play it, then you're like, oh, that's what life is meant to be. What is it? What is the main lesson of Game of Life? Uh, honestly, money? Yeah, money and family. <laughs> yeah. And coming in at number 35, we're on our way to, we'll be taking a break at 25 and doing a part two because this is turning into a lovely long episode. <laughs> 35, jellies, the shoes. Yeah. Fucking wanted them so bad. And guess what? I got a pair. I don't know how I convinced my parents. That's I was, so I was young enough that they're like, fucking put, put them on this little boy. And I just remember being like, 
I'm dressed like the girls. I'm so jealous. It was unbelievable. I wanted them and couldn't get them. I got a, I got a blue pair, which ultimately, mm. you know, blue for a boy. Um, and I didn't think I wanted blue. I think I wanted pink. They should bring them back for adults right now, today. I'm sure they've got... They actually... No, they did a big, like... Oh, we're back. You, if you search jellies on ASOS, like, they'll they'll be oh, there. And they'll yeah. be wedged and they'll be everything. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, of course. Wedged, I mean, platformed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't, a jelly wedge, I think, is basically... You know, it's like a death trap. Yeah, it's scary. It's, it'll be know. slippery. Coming at number 34 for me, my dad who is gay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, do you again, I don't know if that's podcast canon or not, but my dad is gay. He came out to me in 2017. And we've been holding on to that secret for quite oh, some time. I unfurl it. And I remember when he told me, or like one of the first few conversations we had about it after he came out, he was like, and, you know, I guess maybe it's genetic. Maybe that explains you. And my, well, that would be another dot um, in, in the, the nature camp. But honestly, my knee-jerk reaction was to be like, no, I'm not just gay because you make, like, like, that was my instant impulse was to be like, no, I'm no, my own person. That would, no, that wouldn't make sense at all because then, like, his father wasn't gay. Or was he? Well, he was in the Navy. He loved being on the sea. No, oh. I think he was, he's, he had a pretty straight energy, though. <laughs> Amazing to have a granddad in the Navy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's a, such a beautiful, amazing story. And definitely... Um, we, you, there needs to be a podcast on that, you know? You need, we need some dedicated time. We do. We really need to spend more time Unpack, in it. Unpack, Dad. Listen into it, you know? When I put this on the list, I was like, oh, this is... I'm opening up a whole... Can of worms. Hot springs But I think here. if you do a podcast, it can't be like this. It needs to be like, yeah. I'll VO it. Yeah, great. <laughs> you know, like, for like, you, you know, a this father... Is this is a story <laughs> of a father and his son. You know, that kind of vibe. Yeah, I love that. <clears throat> 30... Four, Sophie Monk in Bardo, and specifically the Poison music video. Wow, awesome! I remember just frothing. At that, that video is so. That cool. video is so cool. They each have their own room. She's a bird in a cage, and I was just like, there were slides. It was kind of the height of like, let's pour heaps mm. of money into reality TV and like make these bands. Yes, easily the best pop, pop star song. Same, but I wish they were committing to doing a girl band, a girl or boy band. Are they not? Do- what are they doing? Well, I think you can be a solo artist on this new version of Hot Stars. No, no, no. They need to do a band. We, a band. we will get behind a band. We will not get behind a solo artist. Yeah. I think when I watched Pop Stars, the New Zealand version as well, and they were doing dance rehearsals in the um, Scout Hall, I was like, man, I want to be in that Scout Hall. Kimbra is like announced to be working on that show. Yeah. And she is in my DMs constantly Ugh. wanting to hang out with me. Wow. Um, and I can I just cannot wait. To connect with her, you got to hang IRL. out with Kimbra. Oh, listen, it's definitely going to yeah, happen because she's messaging me a lot. <laughs> Dude, she has a crush on. I think Kimbra has a crush on you. I, 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 podcast can new podcast canon is Kimbra has a crush on Chris. <laughs> you heard it here first. She's an exclusive. <laughs> I guess I'm one of New Zealand's sexiest men. Nice. <laughs> I've got one here that's quite similar to one you already had. All of my friends at primary school that are now queer, I like. There's so many of oh friends at the high school, and I think. And I look back at like wh- the makeup of the group and who we were visually and all that stuff, and I'm like, sorry, I just open up some sparkling water. <laughs> it was a big going, um, but amazing to switch from still to sparkling. Oh, gorgeous. I keep going. It's really going to add some pepper. Well, it's just like I think that group is. I think of particularly my friends Tom and Jeff Coat, and uh, oh. looking back at us at primary school and the group of us hanging out, we looked very weird. We're all visually very different. Are you? Are they all queer now? Yeah, at primary school. They weren't at primary school, but like now it's like, I wonder why we were friends. You and now dirty it's like, little rascals. We gotta, I know why we were friends. I was friends with a lot of boys, like, well, tried to be because I thought it looked good uh, in terms of the image I was trying to sell of myself. And they're all straight. But there was one guy who left primary school to move to Wanaka. Wow. Often I Google his name on Facebook to see if he's around, but he's never popped up again. Oliver wow. Barton. If you're listening, Oliver Barton. Find I him. would say he's a missing this person. This is the new male gay series of Finding <laughs> Oliver Barton. <laughs> and this, but next week, like we are like one step closer to finding <laughs> Oliver Barton. He was like my best friend. I used to go to his house all the time, and then he moved to Wanaka. I remember feeling a little bit sad about it. Never saw him again. Never heard of him again. Wow. And have looked for him. We've got to find him. I actually going to Wanaka very soon. You might be. You might just run into him on the street. Fuck, that would be amazing. I mean, if you move to Wanaka when you're a kid, do you stay there? Do you? Hey, hey, excuse me, sir. Do you want to try some Subway? <gasps> Oh, oh my god. god Kiss yeah. I've got a boyfriend You know <laughs> Yeah It all works Oh my god the drama um, 33 Bert and Ernie well, Specifically Ernie Loved Bert him Bert for me I always liked Bert better You're, That's really Isn't that interesting About yeah. us I identify more with Ernie I identify more with Bert 
little bit uptight. Is that <laughs> a mate ch- never wants to grow up? Yeah, loves like, the bar. Crouchy. <laughs> wow, that's so interesting that we swing either way there. I think I like the mustache as well. Mm, I think if they're, I think if I met them as adults. <laughs> As humans, sorry, it's like more than puppets. Yeah. I think I would be like, this Ernie guy needs to grow up. But as a kid, loved him the most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Bert, I think I'd be like, he's a bit of a garage, but he's very camp. He's very fun. He's smart. He's very smart. He's a real bitch. bitch. Great style. Like turtlenecks. Yeah. Um, You know, so I think he'd have like a, you know, similar piercings and, you know. Yeah. Nipple pierced. He's pierced. lived in Berlin for a bit. Yeah. Okay. My next one, number 32, is uh, I Dream of Genie, and specifically thinking it was better than Bewitched. I loved I Dream of Genie. Yeah. It was funny that that was on da, da, TV da, da, when we were. Yeah. I loved her outfit. Yeah. I wanted to wear Genie pants. It so was, cool. Elvira? Was that her, like, aunt or whatever? Elvira. I don't remember. Oh, no, 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 no. That is the, uh, isn't that the witch? Elvira is the famous. Um, yes. Yes. But I Dream a Genie, she had, like, there was like an auntie or someone. I Dream of Genie. I love it. It's classic fish out of water comedy, you know. Yeah. I can't remember what her name was. Anyway, yeah, great show. Weird that it was on TV, like, in the 90s in New Zealand. I don't know why. And what's that one? Beverly Hillbillies. That was on TV that was all on the so goddamn time. So what was bizarre. up with that? We just were like, we're not... We were making TV here, but we were, like, playing stuff from, like, the 70s. So old. Okay, coming at number 32, iconically Mika. And weirdly, he's gay now. Mm. Buzz always... I mean... But he had to stay in the closet, didn't he? Even though he was making the he was in the closet. Music. He was so camp. Uh, and actually, he was in New Zealand not too long ago, and I was very tempted to go. But I was, um, me and my boyfriend were walking through the car park, the Civic, and I was like, oh. couldn't work out. There's a lot of people like lining up to pay tickets for parking who had just been to a concert. Yeah. And you know when like a concert's on, you know by the audience that are going because they're all kind of the similar demographic. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who, <laughs> who was are this? these people here to see? <laughs> I just like couldn't work it out. A lot of women. Yeah. A lot of groups of women. Wow. You know, I wouldn't say they were like, you know, a whammy K-Road crowd. Uh, and I was like, sort of like, a, sort of people you'd sort of see at the mall or, you know, like, they're just yeah. sort of very kind of, and then the odd kind of queer individual, but like, not like a Troy Sivan concert. Yeah. And everyone was like 30 plus. And I just couldn't work it out. And That's then I so wild. It, and then I was like, no, I remember asking someone, I was like, who's playing playing tonight? And they're like, Mika. And it's like, Mika. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a hundred years. <laughs> That's awesome. Great music. Great music. Um, I've put it number 31. All of my older sister's boyfriends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like anytime. Did you all have, did you have a crush on them? I don't know if I have a crush on them, but just maybe the idea of like, it really brought it into the family, the idea of like dating people and kissing people. I was like, oh. Specifically men. Yeah, specifically boys. The boys, boys, boys. Uh, number 31, waistbands on underwear. <laughs> yeah, I've got that on here. <laughs> I don't know when like waistband culture got so big. So big. But it was certainly like the rise of Calvin Klein. And there were guys at my intermediate school, so I was 11 or 12 years old, the rich kids had Calvin Klein that underwear. fuck off. What? It was fucking crazy. What? And I remember just being like, like I remember being that age of thinking like you know like linking that to like the models yeah wearing it and just kind of being like oh god this is so Never intense to be going through there yeah I don't my... buy your 11 year old kid Calvin, Calvin Klein's. Klein's I had two pairs of Dan Carter jockeys and it was like I wanted to wear them every day you know like I was like the blue and white stripe ones the blue and white stripes yeah love them okay number 30 for me Jonathan Taylor Thomas cancer scare storyline on home improvement <laughs> I think because I got to do a very sad, tender monologue. And in many ways, being gay is, is a cancer, cancer. scare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think I was seeing him perform this like, tender... Well, I think it was like, I saw it and I wanted to be a child star. <laughs> <laughs> but like, again, I've noticed a, like a tone in all your things. There's an element of sadness there. Yeah, dear. A, a drop of the... A bite of the Fiona apple. A bite so of the Fiona apple. <laughs> 
Um, beautiful stuff uh, and very scary. Did he have? Did the character have cancer? In the no, end? in the end he doesn't, and he's fine. But ever, there was all these rooms that he was leaving the show. That's right. Was yeah. he a teen? Yeah, he was like I don't know, eleven. Heartthrob. I never was a big JTT fan. I, he was the ladies were the like ladies. frothing over him, and I was sort yeah. Of, oh, I have my eyes on other boys. Uh, yes. um, Thirty emo culture. MCR, and also I've included Cosmic Corner. So, but that I would say was like the, for me the invention jeans. of bisexuality. <laughs> That's where they invented it. They cooked it up in a lab in Cosmic Corner, <laughs> and, they were, and they were selling it as a vase. <laughs> um, but I just felt like to be emo was like you could get away with. There was a lot. There was a lot of chat being like, "Yeah, someone's so kind of like hooking up with guys at parties." Yeah, you know, like the the straight boys were actually by. You know, that well, was Billy the... Joe Armstrong from Green Day was out and by pretty early on, and I remember being like, "What?" Yeah, and it was it was big and important for me, you yeah. know, to have some bisexual friends around. Hang out at the bus exchange. Excellent. Teenagers that hang out the bus to change, I'm like, well, you guys are fucking... <laughs> totally. That's awesome. Not even just giving, like, handjobs, you're having full sex. 29. This is Here's another sad We're divorce storyline. Oh, God, so much sadness linked to your sexuality. I know. Got Ju- Tom Packer. Julianne Moore in Far From Heaven. She was an Oscar nominee, but didn't win. Um, but it is about... This? It is about her husband, I think, is played by Dennis Quaid, and he's gay, and he leaves her, and then she's... It's in the 50s. I think it was a sad 50s housewife. I loved it. I made us get it out from the video shop. I would have been ten. Parents <laughs> <laughs> are like, okay, and listening to Fiona Apple. What the fuck? Yeah, we're really uncovering some stuff. Making this list so sad. It's so weird. Twenty nine for me is best dressed and worst dressed lists. Of course. Oh, such a weird sentence. Best dressed and worst list list list. Um, but just like, so really like, just to go to the hospital. I mean, sorry, the doctor or yeah. the dentist and just be able to flick through Find a magazine and just suddenly be like, she looks great there. She looks terrible. You know, like yeah. at, at the age of like nine being like, I love Jennifer Lopez in this dress or whatever. You know, yeah. it's like. It Seems like you're like a three out of 10 from Women's Day, but being like, I actually quite like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and this is shade or being like 10 18 be like well obviously <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, yeah. but okay. ultimately waiting to you know get your tonsils removed before that you know yeah, it's like full pain looking through these outfits. like having like absolute diarrhea but then to be have the confidence to flip through a magazine so, so that someone else who's sick here. before you has licked their fingers <laughs> oh, and flipped fuck. through like pre-COVID. that is that pre-covid but we should are they getting rid of the magazines i hope not just break them in People plastic. literally lick their fingers and flick <laughs> that them. That is gross. <laughs> uh, it was t- I saw this funny TikTok that was like, what is the weirdest thing that um, we used to do pre-COVID that you can't imagine doing now? And someone was like, I can't believe we went bowling. We put <laughs> our three fingers. fingers in the same three holes that other people had put it and then we'd be eating at the same time being like, <laughs> licking our fingers. It's like, so crazy. Anyway. So true. But also, I want to go bowling. I again. miss bowling, yeah. Okay, number 28, Aladdin, self-explanatory. Hot, hot outfit. Hot, hot Everything's outfit. Hot about and, it. and never really pulled off a trend of um, no shirt, small waistcoat. No, and thank God. I think it's exclusively only hot on Aladdin and only as a cartoon. <laughs> um, number 28 for me is Miss Davis and Miss Hudson from my English department. Um, oh, they directed me too. Me. <laughs> they directed me in Jesus Christ Superstar. No, sorry. That was, that was no, Sandra. Sandra is yeah. you know, a legend. Uh, no, and and Joseph in the amazing technical dream coat. But also Miss Hudson would like, this is when you used to be able to like get, you, I'd like bunk and I'd go into the English department and she'd oh, be like, do you want to look through magazines? Out. And we flick through magazines together. That I was like 16 cool. and I was like, this is great. That's heaven. And just like sitting at the front of class, just like hoping they liked me. Yeah. It's very gay I to saw be liked by an English teacher. My most glamorous former teacher, like I went back to high school and she said hi and she said, you've got to do a speech for the kids. And she was dressed so gorgeously. And I was like, of course you remember me. And I remember you. <laughs> <laughs> um, number 27, Lara Croft and her breasts. And like, obviously like lots of boys are obsessed with Lara Croft, yeah. the Tomb Raider. And for me, it was like, I, I think I wanted to wear the outfits and yeah. I wanted to know and I wanted to feel the confidence of having those breasts. With your flip phone. You, you yeah. either go two directions which you're sad you're out of a divorce or you're like... like great, sexed up. Sexed up computer-generated character created for the pleasure of men. <laughs> 
27 dropped a gorgeous every single performance in that film. Oh my god, Kirsten Dunst, Dunst. Denise Kirst- Richards, Kirsty Alley, Alison Janney. Oh my god, it's, uh, that's so funny. Let me go back through the list again of drop. Dead gorgeous because we so do have dark. time just to be googling things. Yeah, we we we've crossed an hour on um, this episode. <laughs> Denise Richards, Kirsten Dunst, Kirsty Alley, Amy Adams, fuck off, Brittany Murphy, oh, Alison Janney. Like it's just an unbelievable cast. Original, like mock, true mockumentary style. So funny, so, so funny. Fun. Everyone's amazing in it. Number twenty six, an iconic game moment for me. <laughs> When I first sucked a dick and it felt right. <laughs> Who's dick? I'm not saying on the pod. <laughs> oh, I'm not saying on the Do pod. Do I know this person? Yeah. Is it who I think it is? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Even though overall that was not a good experience overall in many, many ways. But I do remember the, the, the extra doing that and being like, oh yeah, I could do this. Yeah, I remember my, the first dick I sucked and thinking like, God, this is fun. Yeah. Because for me, sex prior to that was like romance. Yeah, exactly. And it was always serious. And then I was like, oh, you can just like root. <laughs> and that's so good. Yeah. Um, gorgeous. Such a great one. Okay. Number 76, soft flowing fabric. Number 76. Oh, sorry, 26. Just building things in <laughs> It's ultimately pitch black outside. Um, I've drunk in so much water and don't, don't need to go to the toilet, so obviously very dehydrated. Yeah. Soft flowing fabrics at number 26. Of course, Particularly are. silk. But uh, the feel, mm. being able to dress up in them, sort the fantasy, the feeling, you know, I think yeah. in many ways that you wanted to be on a flip phone or be Tomb Raider, I wanted to be like a fairy or an angel, I don't know, yeah. just like, but just sort of Swatting flowing, flying, yeah. yeah. Uh, number 25, the, my Aqua Remix album. I wanted to buy Aquarium, the Aqua album, but I couldn't afford it. But for $10, there was a Remix album. And so that was what I obsessively listened to. These like full-on like 10-minute techno remixes of Aqua. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to like full like crazy House European music. club music yeah, as an eight-year-old kid. <laughs> that and Fiat Apple. Crying or oh, dropping like, oh. bells. Um, are you? Was that your twenty-five? That was my twenty-five. Okay, so my twenty-five and ending this part of the one hundred things to celebrate one hundred episodes is Cosmo sealed sections. Wow, unripped, unripped. Just be able to, like, you'd be able to push it and peep through it, and I I would look at those while on the toilet taking a shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like you, we had a stack of magazines by our toilet, and I'm talking thirty. That's a lot of magazines. There's a lot of magazines. It's actually filthy to think that there's just yeah. so much the fecal matter. It's you know, like, like... disgusting. But ultimately, like, uh, I would spend a lot of time on the toilet looking at those magazines and reading, trying to, to read as much as I can about yeah. like how to give a perfect blowjob. Wow. And the secret for those listeners there is actually to spell the alphabet. And we will leave you on that. Um, if you want to give a good job, is spell the alphabet with your tongue. I don't think that makes crazy. They love it. They actually love it, and it's a really good tip. And we'll be back next week with the top the top fifty things that made us gay. But we will be wearing twenty five each, and we'll go from twenty five up. Thanks for listening. Bye. I'm sorry, mom. It's not a phase. Oh, man.